Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah! Father, thank you that good things are in store for us this year. It will be the best year ever in our whole lives. In the name of Jesus, today is an encounter with blessings. We are receiving great blessings from above. We are walking in powerful blessings this year. In the name of Jesus, many of us will find life partners in the next three months. Thank you for this powerful blessing. In Jesus' name, you may be seated. First Thessalonians 5 verse 20. I have just 25 minutes left. I've just been given. I have to be obedient to what I'm given. I've been given 20, 22 minutes actually. So we have to be fast. Despise not prophesying. Now, I am sharing about this because God wants us to respect inspired words. Amen. Inspired words are like the words that are being spoken are not just dry, flat expressions that are coming out of the mouth, but they are fueled, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Where do you find these words? Are these words predictions of the future? Not always. In 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3, the Bible tells us that prophecies, he that speak, he that prophesied, or somebody who is prophesying, is speaking to men. You see, it's like he's talking to men, to edification, exhortation and to comfort them none of these is a prediction but it is a prophecy so somebody may be sharing with you wonderful words but if it's if it's inspired you must take note of it so remember that so that you don't disregard or despise prophesying that is coming your way as a Christian. Now, what does it therefore mean to despise not prophesying? Number one, don't despise the Bible. The Bible says in 2 Peter 1, verse 20, that all prophecy of the scripture, no prophecy of the scripture is of private interpretation. Another thing is you must not despise 
wisdom when you are being given wisdom in proverbs 30 we all know that proverbs is a book of wisdom proverbs 30 the writer introduces what he is about to write in the whole of proverbs 30 as a prophecy so wisdom is a prophecy he said the words of agur the son of jacke even the prophecy the man speak unto Ethiel, even unto Ethiel. So when you are receiving wisdom, it may sound like a proverb. Somebody may say something, say, oh, and he may give you a, st- a statement, some proverb, something he will say. Don't take it lightly because your whole life may depend on that word of wisdom. Number three, teachings. What you think are dry teachings? Many of them are actually prophecies. If you take Proverbs 31, verse 1. This one was the words of King Limuel. Alright? The prophecy that his mother taught him. Amen? Here again, you see that he was saying that his mother had taught him certain things. And it was a prophecy. You see, when you are being given advice, you must see the inspiration in the advice. You know? And sometimes experience, you see, let's say, when somebody is experienced or older, you know, or spiritual, sometimes when you are very spiritual or the person is anointed in a certain way, the person speaks as though he's older than his age. That is why a a younger person can pastor an older person. Because the grace of God and the gift of God makes the person see and think in a certain way. That is why sometimes in families, the most spiritual person becomes like the head of the family sometimes. Is it not true? Some of you have become the head of your family. I see you walking in dignity. Now, um, Lemuel, you see, was giving, he said, my mother gave me this advice. Yesterday, I was going to the Spintex Road. I was driving there. And I was just near uh, Action. Actually, that's where I was going. But there is a turning on the way. You have to turn in to, the spin, to join the Spintex Road. But I, I missed the turning. When I missed the turning, I was straight on the motorway going to Tema. Next stop is Tema. <laughs> yes. I was very, very sad. So I called somebody who lives in that area because I don't know that area don't go there and i said how can i escape from the situation that i found myself in and he he gave me advice you see that's what he said the prophecy which his mother taught him and he showed me the way he said go to tema and turn around and come back 
I said, what? He said, that is the best. I said, it cannot be the best. He said, that is the best. I should go when I get to Tema. I turn around, you turn, and come back. That will be the fastest. I said, I began to argue. And I said, no, is there not a way you turn off on the motorway? He said, yeah, there is a way, but you go I said, no, no, it will be shorter. So after the prophecy had been given to me, I disobeyed the prophecy and I turned off and I went, I said I was now looking for the Spintex Road. Before I could reach the Spintex Road, I was now in a line. Not the Spintex Road itself, there was another one before to join. And when I joined, I started calling other experienced people and I will mention any building I see and say where am I and they say you are very far and I'll call another I said where am I I you are far and I was coming slowly as if it was a wedding slowly more than one hour I was there slowly and I remembered the prophecy and I said hey this is why when God gives us a word is that what you see and how you think is different from what the person is saying. You cannot believe that what they are saying which you can't see or understand that is rather what will happen. It's like you can't believe that what they are saying which you can't see because I couldn't see I said, all the way to Tema. And as I was on the road, I, I called another experienced person. I said, by now, I've turned round. I've come back to the question round already. But I did not believe the words of the prophecy. And that prophecy came from Prophet Kakra, who is from that area. He told me, he said, go this way. I didn't believe it. <laughs> so I suffered greatly because I did not believe the inspired words yeah so when you hear some teaching somebody put his hand on your shoulder and say something be careful of those type of be careful you see it's predicting in an in a roundabout way he could have said to me that says the lord today a short journey that thou takest to the right, it shall turn into a longest of journeys. You shall not get to your destination in less than one and a half hours. What should have taken thee five minutes shall take thee one and a half hours, saith the Spirit unto thee. But because they didn't say it in that way, and they said, oh, it's better that you go straight. It's better that you turn around. You don't hear it as a prophecy. And that's why she said, the prophecy that my mother taught me. She was teaching. She, all that she was saying was going to happen. Yeah. You want everybody to turn around and say, that says the Lord. Before you believe. In this prophecy, he started to talk about uh, a virtuous woman. 
He said, a virtuous woman will do him good and not evil all the days. Look, oh, he didn't just say he will do him good. Oh. He said he will do him good and not evil. There are some women, when you marry them, they will do you evil. You will wish you had not married. One day I met a certain brother. He was married, a pastor, and he said to me, I am taking a knife to cut. He said, I am trying to cut my testicles. I said, why? He said, so that I can remove desire. I said, why? He said, my wife will not allow me, so I want to remove whatever so that the desire will go away. Yeah. Oh, not a joke, eh? There's no joke in this, oh. You see, oh, you see now, you started laughing. I won't preach again, oh. I won't preach again. But when I'm saying the truth is that you start, you think it's a joke. There's no joke. It shall do him good and not evil. It is a prophecy. And he took the knife. And he went and when he started, he stopped. Yeah, he told me he tried twice. Yeah, a pastor. So when I saw the wife, I said, what I told her, I will not say it in the microphone, but you can trust me, what I told her. I told her, I told her, I told her a prophecy. I also I said that, if you think this, this, and this, you, you will be surprised. I told her. I won't say it. I won't say it. Yeah. I said, if you think this, 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 you are doing this, that, for somebody to go and <laughs> whatever. Why did you marry I'm left with 10 minutes to go. Yeah. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life, even when she's old. Oh, Nale Yomo is wearing the spectacles. <laughs> hey! Have you not seen that young girls look sweet, charming, excited, and flowing? And then older ladies look headmistress, wearing their glasses with a cane, very dangerous to cross the line. of her life not just when she's young and sweet and fresh 
That's why they sang, they sing a song. She's fresh, she's fresh. She's exciting, she's fresh. Because Charlie, fresh is better than old bread. The bread, when you use it to hit your head, you get a headache. Hey! May you get a good marriage in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Recently, I met, I met a, a pastor. And he told me, you see, I don't have time. But I met a pastor. <laughs> and he told me, I asked him about someone. He said, look, this people, when they were getting married, the mother, the mother of the bride told the husband, don't marry my daughter. Yes, the mother advised him. The prophecy that was taught, this is the the prophecy, that's verse 12 of the prophecy. Yes. He, He said the mother of the bride Told her, do not marry my daughter. I know her. She will do you evil. And he married her. You see, that's what I'm explaining to you yesterday, Spinter's Road. You see, when you see the way this way, it looks like that is the way. So when they tell you this one, you say, oh, no. Hmm. After she married him, she would stand over him and say, When I see that he's happy, I want to do something to him so that he, he will he will jigger. <laughs> yeah, when I see, when I see that he's happy, she said with her mouth. The mother of the, not the mother of the bridegroom, the mother of the bride told, don't marry my, I know her. Some mothers, they know their daughters are more than witches, but they will say, my daughter's beautiful. (laughs) And they know that, Charlie, when you marry her, hey. You will escape an evil woman. Do you remember when Mary was betrothed to Joseph and Joseph came and saw that she was pregnant? He said, eh? Very dangerous. It took an angel to make him marry her. The angel appeared to Joseph and said, fear not. Fear not. To take unto thee Mary. Why would the angel say fear not? There are some marriages you must fear. You, should be, you yourself should fear. Hey! You, you must be afraid as you are going into this one. Fear not. You should be afraid. And when they are prophesying, they are telling you fear not. You should fear. You should, you should know that there is a fear. This one, you will be hungry. One pastor told me, he said, 
I am a scavenger in my house. One day I saw him eating some vegetables and food. I said, why are you always eating as if you are a monkey or some animal that is eating? He said, he's topping up. He's topping up. Always. He said, I go around searching. Oh, not beautiful, but he doesn't know how to cook. them they, they, they are like boys you might as well remove those earrings and just be a boy so that we know that we are two boys in the house <laughs> look my time is going <laughs> you might as well take off those earrings if you want to be a boy cut your hair then we know that you are a boy so don't despise prophesying that come through advice. Amen. Yeah. Some of you should never marry certain people unless an angel appears to you. No angel, no marriage. No biometric registration, no vote. No angel, no marriage. Some of you, that should be how your formula. Hey! Especially when you see signs. Then you must stop despise the prophecy in books. Yes. Revelations 22, verse 10. 22, verse 10. It says, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Books contain inspirational messages. Don't miss the blessing and the impartation that is going to come to you through books. Prophecy, as you read it, this, my books are not story books. It's not bedtime stories. It is inspired, anointed words. Verse 18, Revelation 22, verse 18. Except for I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. That's why we preach from the book. We hear the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man add unto this, God shall add unto him the place that are written in the book. Books contain blessings and prophecies. Inspired words that can change your life, your ministry, and your future. Don't be an empty head. Don't be an empty Christian. It's time to receive the blessings that are coming through the prophecies. That's why God says, despise not prophesies. Don't despise. When you despise for that, you are despising the book. Yes. Don't despise the book that is right in your Right before you. People's lives are being changed by these books. People's ministries. My ministry has been changed by a book. Then don't despise the impartations of gifts that come to you through prophesying. First Timothy 4 verse 14. Don't despise 
the gifts that are coming to you through prophesying. You know, prophesying. Prophesying. Gifts come to you through prophesying. As I'm preaching, I'm prophesying. It's, it's, that's a prophecy. Inspired. And you can have an impartation as I'm speaking. You'll be sitting there. You'll be sitting there. And something will come into you. I can do this. I can do this. I can be this. You'll receive a word. And God will empower you. Receive empowerment in Jesus' name. He said, Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee. How was it given to you? By prophecy. I mean, exactly. You see, in, 1990, in 1998, what am I, what am I talking about? 1988, when I was a medical student, I went to Suhum. Do you know Suhum? The Kumasi Road is there. When we get to that part, it's very bad. Now, is it not a wonder since 1957 we have not been able to join Accra and Kumasi with a road? Since 1957. So, when I got to Suhum, I was there praying. And I was working in the hospital there. And I was living in the medical students' quarters. I have developed one of the best habits any Christian can ever have. The habit of listening to the prophecies. Listening. When I say prophecies, I don't mean predictions. Like preaching, teaching, advice, talking, messages. And on the way, I passed through Lord J. Bookshop at Action Airport. And I bought more Kenneth Hagin tapes. Already I had some, but I bought more. And I put them on. My wife, she was my beloved then. In 1988, she was my brother. She became my beloved in 1985 on the 26th of August. Four o'clock in the afternoon. So by 1988, she had been my beloved for about three years. So I told her that I need her. She had a Sony small tape recorder, red, color red. And I told her that I'm coming for it. No problem. She didn't even say yes. She didn't say, I mean, I can come for it if if I need it. I took it as I'm going to Suhum. See you in one month. When I went armed with my tape recorder, which I had borrowed, and my Kenneth Hagin tapes. And I bought some bread at Insawam. You know, they sell this special bread at Insawam. It has become smaller because things are better, isn't it? So, but it's a very powerful bread. Eh? Those of you who don't know, it's one of the tourist attractions in Ghana. You must get some of that bread. Very nice bread. So, I was in Suhum waiting. I did all my work. One night, Kenneth Hagin's tape was there playing. And the reason why I liked my beloved's tape recorder was because it was auto-reverse. When it ends, it comes back. When it ends, it comes back. So, it plays throughout that night i knelt down by my bed and i was praying and i fell asleep don't be sad when you fall asleep when you are praying because god can see that you are trying you tried you tried 
at about 2 a.m. to 3 a.m., the tape was playing in the corner there. And I was praying. Suddenly, you see, the message, the prophecy, I've been listening to this man for years. Something jumped out of the tape. And I felt it entering me, the side here. And then I heard a voice in the room. And the voice said, from today, you can teach. 1988. That, you see, don't despise the fact that as you are listening to prophesy, you may receive an impartation of a gift. That was a, that's, that's my gift. And you see, it is a gift that makes room for you. The Bible says a gift, a man's gift, makes room for him. you are here today and I'm preaching to you today this is the third time I'm preaching I have one more to go I have many many churches and cathedrals to go to that's a gift that we are enjoying it's not my doing I don't know how to do it (laughs) I would be the greatest liar to tell you I had the vision of this and that we are all watching I never knew all these things were in the gift there are many things in this gift you will partake of that gift as you listen to messages and you keep hearing and hearing you will definitely receive the impartation of the gift that day i received my life's gifts and work and grace grace that's what i'm enjoying I'm not standing here because I went to medical school. None of you, none of you are here because I'm, I'm, I went to medical school. None of you are here because of my family. None of you are here because I'm, I'm a great speaker. There are people who have looked at me and said, but is this preaching? He's just talking. There are people who look and say, is, is this preaching? But he's just talking. Why, 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 do people, why are people listening to him? Yeah. no one ever chose me god even didn't allow them to choose me school prefect assistant school prefect dining hall prefect prep prefect house prefect throughout i was never chosen in a school for anything then come to the class i was never chosen in the class for anything come to the house i was never chosen in the house come to scripture union i was never chosen then god Put a gift on me. And here I am. I tell you. Now I'm enjoying the gift. Hey. People invite me to hear and to receive this gift. People invite me. And I I just recently told my secretary. I said, you know something? Cancel all programs. I can't go. Because I have no time. People are inviting me, come to London, come here, come. I say, I cannot go. I don't leave. If I follow it, I'm le- it means I'm leaving next week. I'll come in April. Yeah, I'll come back in April. That's when I'll come back. I can't go. I just cancel all. Yeah, I'm enjoying the gift. I never knew that in the gift was also t- writing. Writing. And there are the books. What a blessing. 
People, people read the books all over. They are blessed. Many of you, the prophecy in the book, it doesn't, you don't even benefit from it. <laughs> As you could have benefited from it. Inside this gift is prosperity, which is not preached. Prosperity, which is practiced without preaching. Yes, it's also part of it. Watch clearly which church is prosperous. Which church genuinely prosperous. Somebody in a bank came and told me, ah, but your church, we don't, we have, we have church desk. I said, what is that? I said, well, a desk for churches, for loans. But I said, that you are not in that list. We don't have any files for you. I said, by God's grace. But they want us to come and borrow. May you, part- you see, I, you must participate in being debt free. You will be debt free in this year. In Jesus' name. I decree your debt free status in Jesus' name. Yeah. Look at the buildings. This is this. We are the seventh year we have been here. Long ago we finished this. Long time ago that we painted all this place. Wow. That building grace. Look, there's a scripture. It says, and great grace was upon them. Great grace. Great grace. With great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection. And great grace was not only on the apostles, but upon all of them. Great grace. Receive great grace. Without struggle, you will lay your foundation this year. I said, without struggle, you will lay your foundation this year. Great grace was on all of them. Never praise me and never say I am good because I have nothing. I am just enjoying a gift. You see, it is a gift that makes room. The room that I am in and the room that you will be in is because of a gift. Is a gift that makes space and sets and defines your room or your life situation. That's why those of you who joke with this podcast, we say, get a podcast, get the message, put it on, learn how to listen to, because impartations are coming all the, look at me, I'm sharing Ghana, writing book, more than 10 million books. Count it. Ten, over 10 million. Millions. You know what is million? Russians. Chinese. Indians. Different, different languages and places. Great grace. Never praise me. or I me. Mean, I don't like those things at all. So, Bishop, you are this. It's, it's not true. We are all enjoying... Unfortunately, you who are near me, the grace is going to other people. Do you know why? Because you see, where you, don't, you despise prophesying or where you don't honor the prophesying, it doesn't work there. You see, Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own heart. In Mark chapter 6, he couldn't, he couldn't maneuver. He couldn't, pre- he couldn't heal any 
anybody. He said, and he could then no do great work. So great works are not done where the gift is not on it. Great works don't happen there. Great works happen elsewhere. That's why there's a pastor in Tanzania with over 16,000 members who attribute his ministry to me. And the biggest pastors in many countries, even Mozambique, I was there. You see the church extending like from here to the other side there. All of them. Great grace. You see, Bible says that a prophet is not without honor. He was explaining why the great works were not happening. He said, I don't have any honor here. I'm not respected here. They said, they called me carpenter. They said, what you honor, that is when the gift works. Yeah. He said, a prophet is not without honor. And verse 3, he said, he could not do work. He could not. He could not. There, he could not do well, save that he let just lay hands one or two people. No mighty works. Mighty works will begin to be done in your life this year. There comes a return of the honor of the prophet. When you honor the prophet and you say you are a prophet and not a carpenter and not Joseph's son and not Mary's boy and not all those other names and all those other ways of seeing the person but you see the person as a prophet then you get the prophet's reward. Where the prophet has no honor you see and when I checked the word honor I was shocked to find out it was exactly the same it started despising despise just like that you despise it it's not so great to you yes and that is where people far away will be blessed in it i say listen my friends it's not something that i know something that i have no but it is god's power and god's great power the apostles gave and great grace was on them all this grace as you listen now because some of you are are going to change from today just put it on put it on put on the messages start listening start listening expose yourself to what i exposed myself in 1988 god gave me something that that through that gift is being called for all over the world people are they want to come they will pay for it but i can't even go what a great grace no man can say that he can attribute it to something that he does. It's not true. You will participate. Amen. You will benefit. Amen. You will benefit Amen. from the grace that is here. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the next three months, your story will change spiritually. In the next three months, you will start to climb higher and higher and higher in Jesus' name. In the next three months, you will begin to pick the prophecies from the air. In the next three months, you will hold things you have never held. In the next three months, God will put your feet on higher ground. That will be your story. Your troubles today will turn into testimonies of what God has done for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your hand and thank God for his blessing today. Despise not. Prophesize. Despise not. Father, thank you. You gave us everything. 
that we could not give to ourselves through the excellent glory of your voice honor and glory has come let us now enjoy a higher participation of millionaires billionaires builders true leaders workers for god those who put god first raise them up in our midst let them see the grace of god the great grace coming thank you for this blessing in jesus name we pray and as every head is bowed and every eye closed you want to give your life to jesus christ this afternoon pastor pray with me i don't know jesus as my savior i want you to please pray with me here like that lift your right hand just your right hand up high pastor i want to give my life to god pray for me and pray with me please then your hand should go up now hands up if you've lifted your hand come i'm coming down you to come here i'm coming to pray with you here downstairs come come to the front pastor i want god i'm turning around this is the beginning your miracle begins when you give your life to jesus come now come to god come and let me pray with you because god is changing your life from this moment god bless you Say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please forgive me for my sins. Please forgive me for my sins. I open my heart. I open my heart. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus. As my Savior. As my Savior. My Master. My Master. And my King. And my King. Please wash me now. Please wash me. Wash me now. Wash me now. With the blood of Jesus Christ. Blood of Jesus Christ. I give my life to God. Give my life to God. I give my heart to Jesus. I give my heart to Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I'm born again. I'm born again. I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. Jesus is my savior. Jesus is my savior. Jesus is my savior. Jesus. Is my and my master. And my master. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.